Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. So I'm personally struggling with what we're going to talk about today. We are talking about compassion and what it is, how to give it to others, but most importantly, how to give it to ourselves. And honestly, I'm really struggling with both, how to give it to other people and how to give it to myself because I'm like in this period of my life where I'm just, I'm pretty burnt out. I'm pretty stressed. We just spent like an hour before this recording this episode, basically in a therapy session, myself and Jill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you shared a lot and I'm, I'm, my compassion is huge for you right now. And I, but I also see how like you're going through a lot of shit right now and I, and like, I can see how you're being hard on yourself. So I hope that like we can break through a bit of that right now because if we aren't compassionate to ourselves, life is fucking rough because life is hard. Totally. And I find because I have a lot going on and I'm not compassionate to myself, my my volume of compassion for other people is really slim because mm. instead of doing all the things that you would do if you're feeling compassionate, which we're going to talk about in this episode, I just want to solve people's problems right yeah. away. And that's not always what they need. And that's yeah. not always what they're looking for from me. But I'm just like, I got my own shit to deal with. So here's how I can fix your shit. Yeah. And let's move on. You know, yeah. but like that doesn't, that's not me being compassionate. That's not a good friend. That's not a good partner. So I'm very excited that we're talking about this. I think it's going to help me. I think it's going to help a lot of people. And I think the fucking world needs this right now. Oh my God, does it ever. But we are going to dive deep on this because compassion is just, it's the key to so much. Like it helps us connect more deeply with others. It helps you mend relationships and also learn forgiveness, which is really, really important because Mm. it's better for your mental health. Like if we don't have compassion and forgiveness, we carry that weight. We carry that darkness with us. So it's for you as much as it is for the people around you, to be honest. And it also helps you develop emotional intelligence, which we all need. It's true. This will really help you read the room and assess <laughs> like what everyone needs. Yeah, true. <laughs> and the beauty of compassion, and this is what I'm personally really excited for, is that science shows that it's considered to be both innate and learned. So it's like a muscle. It can be strengthened. The more you do it, the more you're able to show it. And that's what I need right now. It's never too late or early to start. And we wanted to kind of define the differences um, between compassion, pity, sympathy, empathy. I really liked this explainer because it shows the different levels of like how we feel for other people. And I'll use the example throughout this of like how we might interact with a homeless person that we might see on the street. So someone walking by and being like, wow, that's gross that they live on the street. I feel sorry for them. But they're coming at it from pity. There's, there's, I mean, there's clearly no compassion there. And they're seeing themselves as above and probably being like, how did they get into that situation? You know? Yeah. Sympathy is like, I feel for you. And maybe with sympathy, you're wondering like what happened and being like something really awful must have happened in their life. And you're affected by it. You know, this really sucks. I'm so sad. There's so much homelessness in our city. Empathy is I feel with you. I am in it Mm -hmm. with you. It's not me versus you. What can I do for them? Like, I I wish I could do something for them. It's really feeling it deeply and maybe even putting yourself in their shoes of like when you empathize with someone. It's like a little higher on the support scale too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
compassion takes it one step farther. So it's like, I'm feeling you, I'm understanding your pain, I'm holding space for it, but also I'm here to help. So when you have compassion, it's a bit more action oriented because you want to help that person. Like maybe with empathy, you're like, oh, I wonder if I have a dollar. With compassion, you're like, I'm going to stop and talk to this person, learn their story, see if they need help getting to a shelter, like not just doing the easy way out, like maybe going and grabbing some groceries that they could use. And so Mm -hmm. it's really taking all of those feelings that you have and putting them to action for how you can support others. And on just on that note of compassion too, like with those two examples you gave, it doesn't always have to be necessarily a physical action that you're taking. It could just simply be listening and talking like you just did with me and offering solutions if that's what you think the person is looking for. But if the person just wants you to listen to them and like acknowledge what they're going through is a real human experience. That's showing compassion. A hundred percent. And one of the most important things I've learned in the past few years is the power of looking for our similarities versus our differences. So let's take, let's take politics, for example. You know, people are really uncompassionate towards people who hold different beliefs than them. I, I used to be that way too. I was like, there's a right way and a wrong way. And I've really cracked that open and like removed that black and white thinking that I used to have. Because when you can see everyone like as equals to you and understand that most people's behavior is coming through the lens of like fear and what they're worried about. I think I heard Dak Shepard talk about this one time. He was basically saying that usually people's like voting and political motivations come from like their greatest anxiety. So if your biggest fear is that you're going to like run out of money and you're like wealthier, you're probably going to be voting against taxes. And so instead of being like, fuck you guys, like and, and using these really huge blanket ways of thinking about other people that stick them in a box if you can find similarities which is like hey we're all really worried about something and it's usually driven by like safety money love like these universal feelings commonalities yeah these commonalities yeah then you you can have compassion for them and you can be like hey we may think differently but i totally understand that they're just really worried about this issue it really removes the us versus them and creates more compassion and acknowledging that like everyone is trying their best i feel like Yeah. In workplaces with like motherhood, with like all of these different situations, people can treat each other really, really poorly. And so Mm -hmm. ask yourself, like, what if you knew more about another person's challenges or inner world? What if you knew more what they were dealing with? If that person that you're being super ratty to at work, who really sets you off because you think they should be operating faster and they should be more efficient. If you knew that they were going through a really hard time, you probably wouldn't be such a dick to them. And so, yeah. you, you, you know, that doesn't mean you have a right to know people's personal issues. But if you can understand that everyone has their own inner challenges and inner world, you will automatically, I think, be more compassionate. Yeah. And I think another key thing with that is assuming positive intent with people. It helps you take like a bird's eye view perspective of the situation because it's so easy, especially with a lot of people working from home and like everything being digital to get an email or a Slack message that seems really short. There's no fucking emojis in it. There's no exclamation marks. And you're like, okay, this person's pissed or this person's being an asshole. Yeah. Because we tell ourselves these like we make we create these negative narratives most of the time in our minds, whether it's with a partner, like you assume the worst in them, like they didn't do what they said they do. They didn't. They're not on time when they said they'd be home by 10 and they're not. And it's easy to just be like, wow, they really don't fucking care about me or like yeah Yeah. and then anytime I've been in that position you have literally been like assume positive intent Jill it's probably not what you (laughs) think it is and I'm like she's not wrong (laughs) and it's usually it's usually not what you think it is not just you but yeah for most people yeah and on the flip side of that like the compassion part filters into that when like you think 
that someone's being short, but what you don't know is that person is a mom of three and they're running around in the background and she's got two sick kids at home and that's yeah. why that message is so short. Like you don't know what's going on. True. So try to assume positive intent. Oh, I really, really love that. I find another really important part of compassion that I try to implement in my relationships and my friendships and everything and and I've fallen off track with this sometimes but try to not always be solutions focused I think there's a lot of people that are just default fixers and the intentions are good you're just trying to offer solutions but the first piece of compassion I really think is validation the more days I live life the more I realize that like I just want to fucking be validated so much of the time like everyone does we're in such like a fix it culture that no one takes the time to just be like you are going through a tough time and that is okay and you're doing the best you can and I'm really fucking sorry this is happening to you yeah you're really really good at validating someone's feelings like what we were talking about before we started recording like you were so good at just listening repeating back to me how I'm feeling just saying that what I'm going through is not I'm not crazy for thinking what I'm thinking and yeah no you were you slayed that conversation like a (laughs) fucking pro like a fully compassionate pro and I think a key thing that you did which is one of our our next points that we wanted to talk about was being a really good active listener Mm. because just sitting and listening and making eye contact and not having any distractions can go so far especially if you're in a situation where you may not know how to help the person just being there and sitting with the person is going to be key and asking clarifying questions yeah like probing questions that open up the conversation to get you know more information to get the person talking more if you think that's you know gonna help them is another key thing that's active listening yeah you know it's like showing you care yeah following up with questions and helping them like open up maybe a new layer of things like maybe they've told you like the first layer of what's going on and they're just like oh, I don't want to waste their time I'm just going to tell them like the Coles notes and like you feel lighter when you offload on people like you oh we God. need to be able to do that that's what the people we love are there for and you're not a burden when you do that because you're you're giving the person that you offload onto permission to also reach out to you when they need help it's like a big freaking circle jerk we all need to be able to participate <laughs> Yes. I was like, please say circle jerk. Please say circle jerk. You know me better than anyone. (laughs) It is a big fucking circle jerk though. And honestly, as someone who isn't very good at opening up and ironically has a podcast where she's supposed to talk a lot, (laughs) it feels really good when you do it. It feels really fucking good when you do it. It does. So giving someone the space and the platform to do that and like being there for them through that is really... It just is a a beautiful, beautiful thing. And like the other big key piece of learning how to do that and learning how to be an active listener is being able to hold space for people's pain. And that's really hard. I think like as a society, we're really uncomfortable with this. Like, man, I went on a poetry retreat. I've talked about it before in Morocco. And like, it was literally a week-long container for everyone sharing like trauma and pain. Like it was incredible. Like there was no fucking small talk. Like you sit down with someone and you're already like <laughs> 10 years deep into like everything you've ever experienced. Oh it was God, so I love cool. That and I yeah. loved that because like we're allergic to that in day-to-day life or we share yeah. something with someone and we immediately apologize. I do that all the time. I, oh, I'm an overshare, clearly. I'm sure you guys have noticed. <laughs> and, and then immediately after it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have dumped that on you. But 
I really think we need to get past this discomfort. Obviously, like there's a time and a place. But with the people that you love and trust, I, I think we need to like learn how to regulate ourselves. Then you will be able to sit with someone's pain, hold space for them, ask them questions, just let them cry with you and yeah. be there without it like ruining you emotionally as well. And then it's not yeah. so daunting. I, I think that's important. And I think it's also important to remember that Pain is relative. And so your friend might be going through something that you don't think is that big a deal, you know, but right. their pain is relative to their experience. And so it might be a huge deal for them. We don't get to judge and decide that. Envy too can basically be the enemy of compassion yeah. because if you're sitting there thinking like, oh, this person is so rich, like let's take celebrities, for example. If a celebrity is complaining about something and you're thinking, oh my God, they have the whole world at their fingertips, like what their divorce that they're going through is not that bad. They're yeah. going to still have millions of dollars. That is not looking at it from yeah. a very compassionate lens. They're still going through a very human, real experience. Yeah, we dehumanize them. Yeah, it, it dehumanizes them totally. I've even seen people on like the internet bash women who are trying to have their second kid if they're having fertility issues with their second kid. They're like, well, at least you have one. Oh my it's God. Like, Guys, have some compassion. <laughs> Where's the fucking love here? Yeah. You have just no idea what someone's journey is like. And I know it's easier to say that if you're coming at it from like a very healthy mindset, but you really. Like we said, this is a muscle. Like the more you do all these things that we're talking about, the easier it's going to be to snap out of those envious feelings that you're having towards someone and look at it from a better light. And then you're not going to spend your day all pissed off about whatever that person's doing. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, a really, really good point. It's better for you and other people if you aren't operating from like envy and judgment and jealousy because it just clouds being able to put ourselves all in the same playing field and, and share compassion with everybody. Totally. And that perfectly leads us to self-compassion. Self-compassion is essentially three core elements that we can bring to the surface whenever we're going through something difficult or we're feeling mm -hmm. pain. And that is self-kindness, common humanity, which is the recognition that everyone makes mistakes and feels pain, and mindfulness. So what does that look like? That looks like, you know, forgiving yourself for yeah. something you may have done in yeah. the past when you were young or recently, whatever it may be, making room for mistakes, treating yourself as you would the people you love most, which mm -hmm. is something like I also love to say to you if you're bashing on yourself. I'm like, hey, that's my best friend you're talking about. That's true. She, Kayla does do that. Like anytime I shit on myself, <laughs> you're like, don't fucking talk to my best friend that way. <laughs> and I would never speak to you that way. So why are we speaking to ourselves no. that way? Right. And we're like the most we should be number one. And I know that's so, so easy to say and so hard to do. But it's really also just about validating your own emotions mm -hmm. and just allowing yourself to be like I'm feeling jealous right now okay let's let's sit with this for a second Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye who we all love I'm sure you all know him too he just posted something on his Instagram that was like so perfectly timed for this episode and it was basically him asking himself questions to his inner child oh. and some of them were like did you become a hairdresser and it was like I did and I actually started my own hair care line and then one of them was like, did you help people? And it was like, I did. I actually helped a lot of people like improve their lives and right find self-love. I'm going to send it to you, dude. It was like the most beautiful, beautiful thing. But then he also asked questions like, do people still hurt you and make fun of no. you? And he was like, yes, but we've learned to have self-compassion and like understand that we've got a loving husband and a dogs and cats. He has beautifully captured in this post what it means to have 
self-compassion and self-love for yourself despite overcoming obstacles and all the shit that still happens and even for everyone out there like try doing that exercise tonight pretend you're a little 10 year old you Mm -hmm. asking yourself questions like hey did you end up becoming a marketer did you end up going to university remember how that seemed like the wildest thing back in the day and I feel like it would just put your life into a lot of perspective Mm -hmm. if you're feeling any sort of like self-doubt or anything like that that's a really really good exercise I am gonna try that because I I do struggle a bit with the self-compassion too I'm I it has been it has been on my very well documented and annoying self-love journey that I've been sharing has been learning it's not annoying I love this it's a lot and I know that but I've just I never was kind to myself I have been my my biggest bully probably my entire life and so this is just a Mm. huge shift for me in my life right now that I'm really excited about that I'm finally being fucking nice to myself and it really comes down to self-compassion and if I have moments of loneliness or fear or self-doubt or not liking my something about myself I'm like instead of Mm. just further spiraling and being like see this is why you fucking suck because you're having negative feelings like I'm trying to validate them and I'm trying to be like okay two things can be true I can be feeling shitty about myself right now but I can also still be proud of myself and it's okay and it will pass and I I really like what you said about sitting with both feelings because this is not about toxic positivity and just being like everything is fine I love myself and therefore I am okay yeah no it's recognizing when you're not okay and telling yourself that it's okay to not be okay a hundred percent basically the crux of this which okay that exactly like defines this acronym um that was founded like 20 years ago by a Buddhist teacher named Michelle McDonald it's the acronym is RAIN and there's there's four steps so the first the R is recognize what is going on no judgment. You're just being like, mm. ah, I am extremely angry right now. The A is allow the experience to be there just as it is. So you're not immediately trying to stop being angry. You're not trying to like pivot out of it. You've recognized right. it. You're allowing it to be there. And then the I is investigate with kindness. So what's made me so angry? And what led up to this? And what else might have happened today? And like, are you hungry? Like maybe you're hangry. But just really <laughs> investigating it without. It's usually the problem. You can yeah. see probably the problem. You're just hungry, babe. But yeah, you, you're just being compassionate to yourself as you go through that and then the n is natural awareness so you're not like assuming that experience or feeling as your identity like you're not your Mm -hmm. thoughts so you're fully just saying like i feel angry right now this is why and it's gonna pass and that's a really nice way to be compassionate towards yourself and to process emotions in in a healthy way okay thank you for sharing this because i didn't even know this was a thing (laughs) i'm giving myself a pat on the back because i did this the other day because i was scrolling through instagram as one does and began to spiral because i saw someone who i used to be at the same level at back in the day at a different company and they are like slaying it career-wise and I was hit with so much jealousy Mm. and i'm not a very jealous person but for some reason with this person i was like overcome with jealousy that like why are they so much further than I am like da 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 I sat down and I was like okay Caitlin why are we having these thoughts and I basically went through this rain method and then at the final n I called Gabe and because he was away and I called him and I was like why am I having these thoughts and he like helped me walk through them so yeah it actually works yeah this is is me validating that rain works (laughs) it does and and not walking away from that being like wow I am just a jealous bitter person you probably walked away from that being like ah it struck a chord because I'm feeling a little like insecure about this one thing or I thought I'd be here and I'm not and that's okay so like and then you are kind to yourself well it also helped me realize like I don't actually want the things that I thought I used to want in life Mm. like I 
this is a day episode for another day but I always <laughs> thought like I wanted to be a CMO and like a CEO of a company yeah. and now I'm just like I don't want that yeah I don't want that and that's what this person's trajectory is so yeah. I think I was jealous of what I thought I used to want and then I had a nice realization of like oh yeah right I like that I can like have a podcast and do all these things mm. on the side and raise a family and that's really really great that you like went through that exercise and, and had that realization because it can be really hard to be compassionate towards yourself this won't be for everyone I know but the last thing that can be really helpful is there's a kind of meditation called a loving kindness but it basically is a very standardized meditation um, a lot of Buddhists use it and you cultivate like warm loving wishes towards yourself and then to other people and you you can picture people and so you can just sit there and literally picture like the world you can picture an area of the world that might be going through suffering you can picture your best friends you can picture your mom and your sister but what fucking moved the needle is when I started like picturing people that I was like hurt by and that I was feeling really negative towards mm. and I was like sending them love and compassion and being like wow they fucking need it the most they really do and that helped me unlock like perspective and forgiveness and just lift a weight off of me so if you're down give loving kindness that is next level compassion that's mastery status good for you man thanks man it's nice it's really beautiful I've thought of you during my loving kindnesses before just so you know thanks I appreciate it I'll take all the positive <laughs> vibes you're willing to send right now. I'm sending them. I'm sending them. You're the best. Well, dude, I hope you feel like you have a bit more self-compassion after all of this. I feel like... I do. It's just a beautiful thing. The world needs it. We need it. We all deserve it. And it's something you can cultivate towards yourself and towards others. It'll change your life. It'll change your friends' lives if you're and your partner's lives if you're able to just sit there and be in it with them mm. and you know help them too. I think that's what I'm also really excited about. I'm hoping I can show up better i love this me too oh good i feel like a little lighter it's kind of nice i hope me this too. helps all of you guys listening and i hope you give and receive all the compassion that you deserve let's let's make the world beautiful so there you have it guys thank you so much for listening if you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.